Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. Boom! What's good? people what's going on it's been a minute but we're back we're back we're back back. oh wait i'm sorry i messed up the intro what's up everybody this is jeremy turgeon from brass man reptiles and i'm robin i'm creeping it real hey we're back at it it's (laughs) it's, it's rolling we're keeping it going hey listen listen we're doing things right now we're doing things that's it that's it so before we even start I want to just say to everybody, I'm sorry that you've been waiting here for a really long time because I forgot when I made the episode, I put the episode to, uh, scheduled to start at 8. So there's been people here since 8 o'clock and then <laughs> your stories at 8.30 and I didn't even didn't even register because we were like, yeah, 8.30 is fine. Yeah. So I didn't even register because I made the episode days ago. So there's been a bunch of people hanging here in the chat. So awesome. <laughs> I, don't think I, can, I don't think I can see the chat from where I'm at. Oh, no, really? no, I can just see a private chat. So between me and you, but I can't see the public chat. Whap, 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 whap. So I'm, I'm not ignoring people. I'm not being rude. I just, I can't see the chat. <laughs> Bam. If, uh, if anybody uh, wants to be like highlighted or whatever, you can certainly super chat. That is an option here. And we'll, you know, that'll kind of direct where we go a little bit. Um, pulling from, from some, some bar check checking in isms there. <laughs> You can steer the ship. <laughs> but I'm super excited. We're back doing Dude, Reptile Talk. We're back doing Reptile Talk. You're in North freaking Carolina, bro. Damn. Yeah. So, so how how is it? How was the move? Tell me. You got to tell me about it. We literally have not really talked about it. So this is for everyone who's listening right now. I'm hearing this for the first time, too. So, yeah. So it was stressful as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even mm-hmm. I can't even lie. So first of all, I will say massive thank you shout out to Will Nace and hey. his apprentice Brian and our hey. buddy KJ from the Tarantula Lads podcast who came out, helped me pack up everything, helped get the truck all loaded up because literally without them it would have been not happening. So <laughs> so massive thank you to them. Um first of all, I have a lot of snakes. So what? What? <laughs> There's a lot of holdbacks. So <laughs> so I had to move a lot of animals. Um that was the most intense part of of literally yeah. everything. You know, um so when Will came, you know, mm-hmm. we we went over to 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 my spot and was like, "Okay, as far as furniture, I'm only taking, you know, what's in the bedroom and uh, that's pretty much it. And then the, the freezer that was downstairs that was mine and that I brought when I first moved to New Hampshire. So I'm like, other than that, it's just snake cages and my studio, but my studio is compact enough where yeah, a couple yeah. boxes and you're good to go. Um, so like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. This will work. This will work. This will work. So in my brain, I was thinking, pack the bedroom furniture in first, get that out of the way, and then do all of the cages and everything next. So then you get here and there's a side entrance to get into the uh, basement. So, which is where all the racks were going. So I was like, well, that's perfect. We can just offload the racks first and then just pull the truck around and get the, get the furniture in there. And it should be pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Will had a different idea. Will was thinking, let's get the racks in first and then uh, put the bedroom furniture in last and the freezer last and whatever. And then you just take that out as soon as we get there. And then yep. the racks, we can just bring everything. So I was like, okay, it was basically just the reverse of what I was thinking. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. The problem there then became, I had already had it set in my brain what I had planned on doing based on oh, my no. plan. So <laughs> I'm like, well, while they're breaking down that furniture, I can be in my reptile room bagging and tagging shit. Tagging stuff, yep. And then by the time you know they're they're done getting that onto the truck, and you'll have um, some stuff started so that you can exactly, start moving some, so racks. Get some yeah. racks. Yeah, that was my th- That's not what happened. So, <laughs> so I was a little more involved in breaking down and moving the furniture, 
just because we got wanted to get it broken down. But uh, then I was like, okay, well now I got it. Now I'm, I'm, I haven't bagged anything. Taken away from doing that so, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. Okay. So I had to bag and tag everything. KJ helped me out getting that stuff done. And then it was, you know, okay, we're going to bag these five animals. They go into a bin. We're going to bag these five animals. They go into a bin, these five animals and they go into a bin. Suddenly I've got 23 bins of reptiles. <laughs> Jeremy. There's a lot of reptiles. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it did all fit in your car though, right? It did. It did. There was one bin that did not fit that went on the middle seat in the cab of the U-Haul with Will and Brian. That was it. Okay. Everything else fit. Okay. Okay. I, could, okay. I couldn't use my rear view mirror and I could barely see out of my right side mirror. <laughs> so, but it all fit. I knew it. For anyone who's thinking about fit. moving with a collection of reptiles. <laughs> if you've got more than a hundred snakes, get somebody else to help you out. <laughs> You're going to need help. Yeah. So the only, then that, that was honestly the most chaotic part uh, other than like, so you've obviously you've been to my place. So, mm. you know, those, um, the railings on the stairs, that made it basically impossible to just wheel the racks out. So all the racks are broken yeah. down. Yeah. So, and, you know, moved, you know, so, I mean, just grabbing two shells at a time, two shells at a time. Now we've moved freedom breeders before. So yes, yes. we know it sucks, but we also know the, the ways to go about the way to do it. Yeah. Nobody else did. No, <laughs> you need the magic mallet. You need the magic mallet for well, everything. We didn't, we didn't have a magic mallet. So, <laughs> but we did it we did it we got creative we did it we got everything out we got all the truck packed uh so that was great then we made the very long drive so oh, on yeah. paper it's about 12 and a half 13 hours and then you figure with stops for gas and food because we left at the ass crack of dawn on hmm. saturday we left around 7 a.m uh we got here to north carolina in um 16-ish hours after all the stops Damn. and everything. Yeah. So it went longer than I planned. <laughs> uh so then it was like, so I had to get Will and Brian back to the airport to get back to Florida the next day. So mm -hmm. it was that's why in my brain I wanted to leave so early because I figured, okay, well, 14 to 15 hours, we'll get there, we'll just unload everything get it as, as organized as possible. I'll put the snakes away the next day, you know, cause the, the basement's ambient temperature is like 72. So it's mm -hmm. not bad. You know, everything just would have been yeah, chilly fine. Night, but that's fine. Most of yeah. So yeah. So I was like, okay, no big deal. I just made sure that stuff like the retics and whatever weren't directly on the ground, you know, mm -hmm. and was, everything else is fine. So then I'm like, we're all like, oh, we'll just we'll unload a couple things in the morning. And then I'm thinking like, no, no, we don't have time. We have to no. do it all tonight. It has mm -hmm. to happen all tonight. So I was like, shit. So then we were up until whenever uh, the next day getting stuff done. Here's the kicker, right? So we started wheeling some racks in here so I could make some sense of what was going on. So I haven't done like a total complete basement like viewing of what it is down here. But when you come in from the side door, uh, you've got like the rodent racks immediately on the left. And then it's basically just a straightaway to get to the door that goes into my room and Lenny's room. So I'm yeah. like, okay, we can just wheel these racks out. Should be bit wide enough to bring the racks right in and turn them and get them in. Bro, it was off by a quarter inch. A quarter oh, inch! The molding is like this. Yes. yes. And because the... Uh, because the door is it's a big like single piece door mm -hmm. there's no mo there's no molding that you can remove it's all a single piece if we could no! have taken off the molding, one edge yeah yeah Ooh. then we would have been perfect but nope we couldn't do it so we uh. had to break down the cb70s break down the fb80s and the fb90s dude mm. i was so upset to the point where we got in the baby racks, the PVC racks, this V35, and then the single stack of FB90s. That was all easy. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the rest of the stuff, this whole wall that's right behind my phone, dude, we got part of a CB70 in and was like, okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> figuring it. this out. 
then here was the big moment. I was like, shit, you know what? When I planned all this out originally, I wasn't planning on getting this second CB70 rack. So that was going to be where my four foot rack went. So there's no space for the four foot rack. <laughs> oh boy. So I was like, well, the four foot rack can just go right on the other side of the room. There's plenty of space. No yeah. big deal. There's an outlet right there too. So there's no problem. I was like, fine. It's literally six drawers. So it's not mm -hmm. the end of the world. Okay, fine. Right. <clears throat> I was getting so frustrated that we couldn't just get everything in the room. So now in my brain, I'm like, I'm not sleeping until this is done. Like, oh no. Then I, you get more exhausted because you're like emotionally like, I need to do this right now. Yes. So dude, so we had gotten part of one of the CB seventies in here and I at one in the morning broke down by myself, my FB 80 rack and hauled ass to get it in the room. I set it back up. Got all the bins in there. Redid a couple cages. I was like, <laughs> "It's in here." So next morning, I'm like, "Okay, what else do we have to do? We got to get the, the FB90 was already in." So I was like, "We just got to do these last two CB70s, and then it's just like unpacking the snakes and whatever." So I was like, "Okay, I can handle that." So I do come down here, do a couple things, try to plan everything out. And then Will comes down and Will was mad that I didn't wake him up. And I was like, dude, we were all exhausted, dude. Like, this, this is my story of him sleeping. Yeah, I know. I did. <laughs> I did. And snoring very loudly. That's, that's actually what woke me up was his. That's why I put alarm clock. <laughs> so, so he was mad. I didn't wake him up right away. And I was like, don't worry about it, dude. We really only just have those two racks to move in. So he and I got the last two CB70 racks in and set up in less than an hour. Damn. So, yeah, so we just, like, hauled ass. So we settled down for a little bit. I brought them back to the airport, came back, and then it was really just like, okay, I got to start wiring all the racks up and do all that stuff. And that's where the next roadblock came in. <laughs> and that was the basement couldn't handle all the racks. Electricity. Uh uh, yep. Which, oh, shit. <clears throat> excuse me, which I didn't think was actually going to be a problem because there's a fair number of outlets in the basement and Lenny's only got four racks. So I'm like, and that's on the other side of the basement. So I'm yeah. thinking we should be fine. I put, you know, all my smaller racks are on this wall. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I think the way we, you know, had things kind of broken up, we were going to be good. I got three no racks plugged in and pew. And I was like, I have 13 more racks to go. <laughs> I was like, shit. So then I'm, I'm like, oh, now no. I'm freaking out. Now I'm really mm -hmm. freaking out. Because I'm like, I thought we were going to be good. And we're not good. So I'm like, shit. So again, ambient temps around 70, 72. So like the Bloods and Short Tails, most of the carpets um, and the Colubrids, they're, they're okay. You know, they can mm -hmm. handle it a lot longer than the ball pythons, the retics, you know, the baby snakes, all that stuff. So I, that's where I was like most concerned. Mm -hmm. So then I was thinking, oh, well, Lenny's got a space heater in the other room when he was first trying to like dial his stuff in. I was like, let me see if it's still there. I'll just put it in this room and I'll at least bump the ambient temps up. So I like a bit, blocked yeah. off. I blocked off this window. I blocked off that doorway and was like, let's just make it happen. And then it tripped when I put the, the, and I was like, no. So now I'm like freaking out. Right. So then I started, I, I had to like assess how everything was wired, which was mm -hmm. a little bit of a nightmare, but I was like, okay, if I can get my baby racks plugged in, that's the most important thing. Cause that's all the mm -hmm. holdbacks. It's all the offspring from this year. So I was like, those are my right away top priority. Fine. I noticed. So right here, I've got some strip lights here, but there's a couple of like actual light uh, fixtures. Yep. And one of them has uh, an adapter for an outlet for a plug. So I was like, okay, well, the light is not on the same breaker as the, as the outlets. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. So I was like, well, 
let me see if I can get my baby racks connected to that. This mm-hmm. way I'm not drawing any power from the basement and then I can see where, where I'm at from there. And sure enough, it worked. So that's where all my baby racks are plugged into. Then I'm like, okay, all right, now I can direct, I can direct the uh, space heater a little better, right? So, but now I'm like, all right, I got my, my CB70. <laughs> that's, that's I'm, I'm just listening. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. You're preparing for the worst when you move, the day you move, and you're going to be like, oh, there needs uh... to be more power. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So, again, I'm looking at where everything is because the, the thing keeps tripping every time I try to plug in racks. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. So this is what was interesting. The rooms that our reptiles are in originally – never existed this was just one big open base plenty built yeah. out these rooms so there's a room that goes right behind my reptile room and that's the utility room oddly enough it's labeled on the circuit breaker as the utility room even though originally it was all just the basement so i'm like oh, there's a couple outlets there yeah. like i'm you know so i'm like checking some trying to follow some things i'm like okay these don't look like they're connected so CB70 went into that outlet and the space heater went into that outlet and everything works. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so hey, now that, hey, that just left hey. half the room to worry about temps. And this half of the room has mostly the bloods and the short tails and the carpets and stuff that can handle the temps. Mm-hmm. So the space heater's been able to get the ambient temp around like 82 so it's yeah so i'm like i'm like cool so i'm like i'm i haven't fed any of the stuff not on heat because i don't want to go and do that so then i was talking with lenny okay we need to get an electrician down here you know do you know a guy he's like yeah yeah, i know a guy who happens to be a snake guy he happened to also uh be very familiar with nerd because he used to go visit kev when kev was still at the old place running nerd oh damn Damn. So he's he's been around. Yeah. And he's a private uh electrician. He doesn't work for a big company, which means he takes trades for snakes. That's so, right. I was just gonna say he'll <laughs> work for snakes. Yeah. So uh he'll be coming towards the end of this week, and then we can get everything wired up. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So it's been a stressful couple weeks. But it's been good overall. The move did go well. Um, but it's been great. I had my first gig seven days after getting here. Um, maybe, you know, talking to some people too. You know? Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> things are things are cool. Things are cool. I put myself out there. So <laughs> Hey, hey. That's where it's at. Yeah. So I'm finally, I'm feeling all right. I fed a bunch of baby stuff for the first time over the last couple of days and everything mm. that I fed has eaten, which is great. So, and uh, I've got the bigger stuff that's not on heat yet is like acting like they want to eat me. So I'm feeling like once we get the heat cooking, then uh, we can get everything feeding and we'll be ready to go. I mean, dude, ball python breeding seasons. I was only like two months say, away. We're, uh, we're gearing up away. for breeding season right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was literally just thinking about that. I was like, man, we got back from Daytona. It's time to start feeding stuff kind of heavy so I can start preparing for breeding season. Oh, my God. Yep. Bro, literally, man. And so, you you know, you just had to ship me a box of stuff from uh, from Palumboism. And uh, <laughs> uh, he's going to be bringing another box for you to send down to me tomorrow. Oh, damn. Yeah, because that box that he already sent me is already gone. Yep. So, hey. <laughs> hey, nice. Puget Sound Pythons is hanging out with us. What's up? Hey. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So so he's sending the box. I got to talk with you about some blood python stuff. Um, about getting some blood python Borneo. stuff. Huh? So I should probably send you a couple of Borneos. You can do that. I got space. <laughs> I have some other blood stuff coming too from somebody else. So I, I'm like, I don't need to breed shit. People are just <laughs> snakes. 
people are just sending me snakes, man. I was just talking to Dan uh, on my way back from Greensboro. And he's like, yeah, I got another box that's coming to you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, if this keeps up, I don't have to do anything. You know, I'm, like, I'm like Dan between you and my two other friends I'm like I, I have more stock coming in now than what I produced this year so <laughs> yeah I'm like that's that's okay I'm cool with that I'm cool with yeah, that hey man hey man hey 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 when it's when it's people that I know really well and I trust their stock I'm mm. I'm comfortable putting my name on it and, and, and moving it you know so yeah I went over to Dan's place the other day and Oh, Nelly, he's got some nice stuff. Doesn't he, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy because he's not on social media. He doesn't post anything. He just breeds snakes in his fucking, in this little tiny room in his basement. And he has got some <laughs> shit that would really, like, he pulled something out, and I was like, that looks like something Kabelka would produce. And he's like, yeah, it looks nice, right? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, the world's never seen it before because it's here in your basement <laughs> and you don't have any social media. But yep. that's a cool snake. That's a cool snake. Yep. That's how I used to I used to try to post photos whenever I would go visit him and just be like, You wanna see some cool clown and calicos, man? Check out all this mm-hmm. shit. Like, who's got mm-hmm. that? And I'm like, somebody the world will never know. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I posted a couple pictures of some of his stuff and people were like, What the hell? And I was Yep. You couldn't even contact him if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well now if they want to, they can contact me. That's <laughs> he was dude he was like i don't think i'm gonna breed that much stuff i just don't have the room and i was like dan you can send me stuff right out of the egg and he's yeah, like you know how to get oh. stuff started sir. yeah i was like oh i can i'm like yeah you can <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I, i'm i'm like you can breed as much stuff as you want man send just send it down if you you send it i'll sell it so yeah. I think I need more baby racks. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, just, see, I was really thinking about that earlier today. I was like, man, I got, I've got a couple baby racks, but once I, uh, the, I'm looking at the females that are going to be able to go this upcoming season and the mm-hmm. stuff that I want to breed this upcoming season. And I'm like, I only have got like 50 or 60 slots. I need to buy a like, <laughs> 100 slot rack literally because there's going to be so many freaking babies this upcoming season if, if everything goes as planned man it's going to be some crazy stuff and then some of the females that are just starting to come online right now i'm like Woo, we're gonna make some fucking cool shit this year yeah cool buddy stuff. hell yeah bro yeah i'm stoked because this season i'll have i'll have three borneo girls ready to go so I'm like, hey, so yeah, man. So yeah, but things, so things are good. Things are good. I'm still, I'm still also just trying to like settle. I've literally, mm-hmm. I got here and I've been on the move. I was just in Georgia Sunday, got back yesterday, was in Greensboro today, uh, so the rest of this week I'm chilling and then uh, I start doing some work down in, in Georgia next week. Um, so I'll be kind of all over the place, Hell so, yeah! which is great. I'm excited, but uh, I'm looking forward to being able to just like have a moment of chilling. And uh, mm. are you, are you still thinking about maybe trying to go to Tinley? Maybe. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. Just money-wise, it isn't going to work this year. If I yeah. hit, here's the deal. I'll, I'll play the lottery. It's at four hundred million right now. So if I hit that, I'll I'll be at ten million. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. <clears throat> I'll hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you millionaire <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I just walk around the tables. I will take this stack. I will take this stack. Yeah. I will take this. Walk right over to Lindy Johnson. Is like all of it. Just, yes, just all of your all, uh, all of your enclosures. Yeah, I will give you the address. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just locked in going to Tinley. So I'll I'll be there. Oh damn. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'll I'll give you more info on that after. But uh, yeah. But yeah. So I'll be at Tinley. So you can come get Reptile Talk stickers from me, and Rob can send hey. you cool wristbands. And yes. I'll give you cool wristbands. I've got lots of them, so I still have lots of them. <laughs> lots of 
Oof. That's okay. Dude, that's yeah, that's dude. super exciting. I wish I was going to Tinley. I I um I'm feeling the reptile bug. I want to do more reptile <laughs> things, but Yeah. The pocketbook says you already did a lot of reptile things this year. You need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is what it is. True. Next year, I really want to do more uh, field herping next year and do more reptile stuff next year. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping to do Anaheim next year. I think the Anaheim is, is going to happen. I want to do the Pomona show. Yeah, I'm. A, I I've seen some cool stuff from Pomona. I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm a little more familiar with Anaheim. I'm like, I just want to go to Anaheim. <laughs> I know. I've never, I've never been to California, so I've never been to any of those places. So. I'll go to both. Let's do both there. of them. Fuck it. We're balling. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, you just won four hundred million dollars. Hey. hey. <laughs> so, how are the baby Borneos doing? Because I, I see you now. Like you're starting to post some pictures and stuff. Stuff yeah, looking I was, cool. I I uh, set everybody up, and then I offered. So this year, I did something a little different that I have never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've got I've got access to both mice and rats. First feeding, I offered everybody mice, like hopper mice, and then like seven out of the 17 took. The second feeding, I offered everybody rat crawlers, like a little fuzzy rat. Yep. And an extra one or two took on the rats that hadn't taken on the mice, but all the ones that ate mice took the rats too. And then the third time, I just did mice again, and I got a couple more that have eaten. So most of them have taken at least one meal. A couple of them are on their third meal now. Um, so I'll probably be, I know that two of the ones that have taken three meals already are ones that I'm going to be selling. Like I know that I'm going to sell. So I, uh, once they take two more meals, I'll be posting those up and, um, and kind of, I got to figure out pricing what I want to do on them because they're really cool. Like one of them, I'm like, (laughs) I can keep that because the thing's freaking silly looking, but then it's a male and I don't need another male. So I'm like, eh. I got to <laughs> trim fat someplace, but this, this one male that I'm thinking of, he's eaten three times already, but he's got like this thin stripe down the front part of his neck and then down mm. the sides on, on the sides of the neck, like in the, in the space, there's dot, like these huge dots that go all the way down the oh, first damn. third of his body. He looks killer. So Hell cool. Yeah, but I got two males that I'm already holding back that are nicer looking than him. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't really need to keep him. But he'll make True. a cool breeder for somebody who wants a like killer male um, for the black trait stuff because this black trait stuff is really interesting. And then I think that the dad has got some other trait affecting his patterning too because the babies that I hatched out are just not what I was really expecting. There's some things that look kind of <laughs> like the spooky girl that they're like super tan with like the black spots down the sides. And I produce like two of those that are high expression mm-hmm. and I'm willing to bet if you breed those to an ultra, you'll make those crystal glow things that I made last year. Um, that would be pretty because, sweet. Yeah. I, and so I'm, I'm letting go one of those. I haven't decided what I'm going to actually do with it. That might be one of the ones that goes to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you can raise her up and do something with her. Bring Cause those on ones. Down. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, both, they're both girls. And I'm like, I, uh, I don't know which one I want to kill. And so I'm like, man, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But I know that there's, so I picked out, um, I wanted to keep back six babies, but I'm probably going to keep eight. I think, I don't know. Um, between <laughs> eight and 10. But I have 17 babies total. I picked out seven that I'm guaranteed going to sell. They're just animals that either I've already got the genes to to make more of those um, Mm -hmm. or they're just not exactly look-wise what I was hoping to get out of the clutch because I was really hoping to get more stuff that's really black. And I didn't end up with a lot of animals that are high black in that clutch. I produced a lot of stuff that's got nice contrast, but not things that were like, mostly black, black borneos that's what i wanted yeah. so i i produced like three animals or four animals that are really really black i'm holding all of those back i produced the one male who's got like the pinstripes and then the spots all the way down his sides keeping that male hell yeah um, 
I produce two females that are kind of similar to that, but not as drastic. They're like darker and super striped stuff. Word. I want to. I want to stop you real quick just to yeah. highlight Amy B's Holy. comment. Her super chat. <laughs> feed up your girls for breeding. Thank you, Amy. We appreciate. Thank that. you. Definitely need to feed up. Thank you. Thank feed you. Feed up those girls. So thank you, Amy. <laughs> I literally was just looking at. It. I was like, uh, the girls that I want to breed this upcoming season. I was like, I need to stay on top of feeding them every week so that yeah, they yeah, exactly. are ready to chunky. go. I know. I the, the girls are nice size, but I really want them to have some girth to them, you know? Yeah, yeah. The heft. Yeah. Mm, the heft. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. so I'm looking at probably three clutches of Borneos this upcoming season. I do want to breed the IJ carpets again this upcoming season because I've got the IJ jungle jag from you. Um, mm-hmm. The male, he's wearing 75% IJ. Yep. Something like that. So that those babies will be what, 82.5% IJ. Um, sure. The, the babies that are not Jaguar, I'm very tempted to find a king snake and feed them to that so that they don't end up ah. mixed into the – I don't want them to get mixed into the, the, uh, the people thinking that they're pure IJs. I just – I'd rather – Yeah, I understand. Just label them. I label them, but people suck at labeling once they leave your possession. I'd rather just I feed know. them to a king snake and be done with it. And then I'll have all these cool jag ones that I can raise up and see what they look like. And then the male jungle that I picked up, he's ready to breed. The female ocelot jungle jag, ready to go. So I'm going to yeah. try and breed them this upcoming year so I can make some black offspring. And then I guess ocelot stuff I'll sell, and then I'm keeping all the stuff that's really black. <laughs> I might keep one ocelot jag if I produce any, but I I really just want more black jungles. So I I got in the the jungle from Trace Harden. I'm still waiting on to have the one shipped in from um, Scott Borden, but we're at perfect shipping temperature right now. If you're listening to this podcast yeah. right now concurren- concurrently, like September 2021, temperatures right now are perfect for shipping. Perfect. So if you are we waffling on buying something or you're like, I don't know. I want to buy it now. Ship it now. Now is the time to get it done because in another month, it's probably going to get real cold and shipping is going to start to get pulled off with it. Doing hybrids. Oh boy. I mean, <laughs> after I that paper out. just came out after, well, no, that would still be hybrids because coastals yeah. and IJs are different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It would be. Uh, let's see. Thank you, uh, Billy, for the super chat. It says, can you help me with my baby BCI? I was born on May 24th. He's had four rat fuzzies with me a week apart, but he has yet to poo. Should I be worried? No. No. Nope. No, you should I be wouldn't good. even worry about it. Nope. You can uh, you can always soak it in uh, in some warm water. Um, yep. Yeah. But I wouldn't be super, super worried. Yeah, people who've got snakes that won't poop, give it a warm water soak. That'll get it to go almost every time. People who have lizards or tortoises that won't poop, put them in a bin, take them on a car ride. You do it for 15 minutes, guaranteed they're going to poop. Poop, yep. The things you learn while doing educational programs. You take just about any <laughs> lizard or turtle and put it in a bin and drive 20 minutes with it, it's going to poop. Yep, legit. Pretty much legit. guaranteed. <laughs> dude i felt so bad there was an older woman who called today she's on disability and she's had uh she has a pet russian tortoise mm-hmm. and um she's like you know almost in tears when she called me and she's like i just uh, someone recommended i call you guys because i i'm I, my i think my tortoise is dying and i've had him for 10 years and i'm just in love with this tortoise i brought him to the vet they've you know i've ran up a 1500 bill at the vet they don't know what's wrong with them um, he's inactive. He's going to the cold side of his enclosure. He's starting to bury himself. He doesn't really want to be touched and his blood works coming back a little bit different than it usually would. And I was like, hibernation, he going into hibernation. It sounds like he's going into hibernation. Like yeah. you keep him in there where he's getting, you know, exposure to natural sunlight because your, your photo period is going to be shorter right now. Your barometric pressure changes are going to be shorter right now. Everything yep. is telling me that tortoise wants to hibernate. And she's like, why didn't the vet tell me that? And I was like, it kind of sounds like they wanted to charge you some money because they're, yeah. she said that they're, they're asking her to come back in to do more tests. And I'm like, how about you let the Russian tortoise hibernate because it's a Russian tortoise and it wants to yeah. hibernate it <laughs> getting into freaking October. It wants to sleep. Leave it alone. 
True. So I was just explaining the, the hibernation process to her, but she was like, at the end of the phone call, she was like, I'm thank you so much. Like someone recommended your phone number. And I, I don't have a whole lot of money cause I'm on disability and I just love this tortoise. I don't want him to die. And I was like, you know, all the information you told me, you really care about this tortoise. So, you know, I think that you are going to, um, you'll do fine. And she was like, it even gained weight since it stopped eating. And I'm like, okay, it, it <laughs> yeah, gained weight since hibernating. it stopped eating. Hibernation time, hibernating. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, does Reptile Talk have shirts uh, available yet? We need some. I have a select number of small shirts left, <laughs> but we do need to get some more shirts printed and uh, made available to you guys. So soon, hopefully, we can make that happen. Yeah, maybe um, maybe not this week. Maybe next week. I'll put in an order for some T-shirts. Word. Uh, Savage Serpents with the super chat. Thank you very much. Thank you. You guys are my favorite. Stoked I got uh, I caught you guys streaming for once. Hey, thank you very much, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Have you done it? Wait, you went out uh, the other day when you were at Murmar's place and you guys saw a whole bunch of spiders. I was like super geeked out dude, because those golden weavers are awesome. Just on their porch. Bro, we didn't go anywhere. I walked outside. Oh, I thought you guys were walking in the woods. No, I walked outside. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, these are badass. I know it's a kind of orb weaver, but that's about all I know. I'm gonna send pictures to Rob. So, <laughs> yep. Dude, yeah, those bro, golden silk orb weavers are awesome. Yeah, dude, they were badass. But I literally just like opened the door. Was like, oh, big ass spider. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bummed because all the spiders up here are small. We don't have a lot of – the only big species of spider we have up here is, like, Argeops. And, and, I mean, they're not huge, but those golden orb weavers get freaking – they get big. They get really yeah. big. There's a couple of those females, I, I think, were, were, you know, with leg span probably around, like, that that size. I was like, mm. damn, that's a big spider. Hell, yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'd be catching things to feed them. phone just paused i don't know what happened i got i got booted off oh damn yep i don't know it's maybe it's because i'm on my phone maybe i don't know <laughs> maybe my phone's still yeah my screen's frozen so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna roll with it and i talk into the camera and hope for the best so okay all right yeah i don't know what so i wanted to do this on my laptop in my room but by the time I got back from Greensboro, I was like, I don't have enough time to make that happen. So I was like, phone it is. <laughs> Phone's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, dude. The, I'm jealous that you got to see all those spiders. Dude. I went on field herping the other day, and uh, we just missed. I mean, I went out a couple weeks ago, and I saw baby copperheads. But I went out the other day, and... All the baby copperheads were gone. There was little sheds uh, everywhere. And I was like, God, I just fucking missed it. I just <laughs> missed it. I was so mad because me and Jake were talking about going out. We're like, ah, you know, like first week of September, last week of August, blah, 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 blah. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And so we're talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And I went out the other day with uh, Jay and Kurt and we saw a whole bunch of stuff. And then me and Jake were like, oh, we're just going to, we're going to get it there right at the perfect time. But literally <laughs> the night, before or the day before we went out it torrentially downpoured like the whole day oh, it just like three to four inches of rain so like to give people an idea if you live in a place where it snows through one inch of rain is equivalent to about 10 inches of snow so almost three feet of snow basically would have fallen if it was snow so Jeez. it was a lot of rain it was a lot of rain and uh so I was like, oh, man, if it rained, then maybe they'll be out, like, hunting. We'll, like, maybe we'll see them out where they're not just crammed underneath the rocks. They'll be actually in spots where we can see them. And we get up there, and I start looking around. And I'm like, oh, damn, there's a shed. There's a shed. There's a shed. There's a shed. And the copperheads, the babies only hang out in the, in the area until they have their first shed. As soon as they have their first shed, they take off, out. and you never see them again. Yeah. So I was like, as soon as I saw those first sheds, I was like, damn it, we missed them. Missed we them. still saw two babies there. But. Everybody else is gone. All the adults are gone. Yeah. Everybody else is gone. I was like, damn it, son of a gun. <laughs> and then we went over to the timber spot, but we went a weird way out there. And I found a snake skeleton, dude. I literally found like 
Oh shit. Maybe half of a um, vertebral column with a whole bunch of ribs um, on the ground. Oh man. And it was perfectly clean, dude. There was nothing. There was no muscle. There was no scales. There was nothing on that. Like, I don't oh, know what shit. kind of bugs were eating it, but they cleaned that thing. And the bummer, the biggest bummer was no skull, no tail. So uh, I was looking at it. I was like, I can't tell if it's a rattlesnake or not because it was right in the spot where I find ra- the, found the timber rattlesnake. And it was just like a perfect little skeleton there. And there's two <laughs> snakes that could have been big enough to have a skeleton that size. And one's a timber rattlesnake. The other one's a, a black racer. So it's like, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not as good in an anatomy, like skeletal anatomy, for me to be able to look at the ribs and be like, well, look at this rib right here. It doesn't curve quite as much as – yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just looked at it and I was like, damn, I wish that there was like a rattle or something here that I could tell that it was a rattlesnake or not a rattlesnake because yeah, some I mean, kind of ID. Yeah, some sort of identification. But hey, it is what it is. Damn. But now I know how to get to that spot without park parking in sketchy areas. So <laughs> I'm gonna go back there sometime soon because I caught the biggest racer I've ever caught in my life in that area. It was easily five and a half foot. Like I grabbed it by the uh by the vent, like right, like it's cloacas right on the other side of my hand. Mm-hmm. And its tail went like a foot and a half. And it was still long enough to swing up and bite me in the chest. Oh, I was shit. like, whoa, <laughs> this thing fucking means business. Damn. It was big. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was big racer. Big, big racer. Hmm. But I've been trying to do something completely different when I catch snakes, dude. Like literally, so. Most of the time when you see people catching snakes, they're like, run up on it, like dive on it and grab it and all this stuff. Yeah. I've been working on um, slowly approaching them. And then when you get hands on with them, you don't grab super tight, like grab gently and mm-hmm. just kind of let them go through your hands. I and saw you doing that with, with that Nerodia. Exactly. With the water yeah. snake. And uh, dude, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing how different a snake acts when you do that as opposed to when you just grab them because like a lot of times you just grab them they are just going 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 they'll bite and run and musk and really go crazy yeah and that water snake that i had grabbed um when kurt recorded that video she was like striking at my face and she did that for like maybe 45 seconds or so and a minute or so but as soon as i put her back down on the ground and just sat there for a second like not squeezing her just like just kind of holding her yeah. Um, she like struck once and then she like tongue flick in, tongue flick in. And I put my hand underneath and I like lifted her up. And after that, she just literally just sat right in my hand and she was perfectly fine. Like she was not running. She must when I initially picked her up. But after, um, after I had just kind of worked her for a second, she was, she just mellowed right out and was That's like really not cool. afraid of me at all. It was so cool. So cool because usually if you like grab them, you're going to spend, 20 minutes just trying to get them to calm down and really wear them <laughs> out before you can actually get a picture of them. But yeah. literally it was, it was the picture and that I took of her in my hand on the ground was maybe a minute after I had initially yeah. caught her and then letting her go where I'm like tapping her on the back end. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Maybe another minute later. It was, it was so crazy. Like I, I really want to try that with more things. I've been trying to do that with any of the non-venomous stuff that I find where I just like go slow gently scoop it up and then see if i how they react different to how they used to react when i would just like grab them so that's yeah. been really interesting to see how that works hell yeah dude the snake whisperer i don't know about all that but uh, it works with the scrubs <laughs> where you pick them up gentle and they're like oh what the hell's going on here <laughs> hell yeah bro yeah dude hell yeah yeah trying to think of what else i got going on those those borneos are doing good um there's a couple that haven't eaten yet but most of the babies have eaten like i said i've i've put seven aside that i'm definitely going to sell i i haven't even posted full clutch pictures yet i haven't posted a picture of all the babies yet slacking i just I know. Well, I didn't. I don't really want people to bother me about them, honestly. True. The the that was the biggest thing. I posted a couple of my holdbacks, so people weren't going to message me and be like, "Can I buy that?" Because it's my holdback, so you're not buying it. Right. Um, but there's a uh, you know, 
there's some pretty interesting stuff in there. And I did take, like, as soon as they hatched out and I was setting them up individually, I did take pictures of every single animal as I was setting them up. So I've got really nice quality pictures of all of them. I just have, I've been posting, like, I'll post one here. I posted that one with the red eyes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That yes. one, I am, I am very back? interested. That's going to be a whole back. Because it's back? a female. It's a female. It's very black. Like, very, very black, and then it's got the red eyes, and I was like, okay, you're going to stay here. I really need to see what your eyes do as you get bigger because its eyes are red. Like, it, when If you look at it by, your, by itself, you'd be like, oh, it's got like weird colored eyes, but looking at the rest of the clutch, and then you look at that one, and the, all, the, all the other ones have like light kind of coppery colored eyes, and then that one, its eyes are like red, and you're like, oh Damn. my god, look at that thing. The thing's crazy. Hell so, yeah, bro. I just want to, even if I end up selling it down the road, just I want to watch it grow a little bit and see what those eyes do because they're really interesting. Hell yeah. Hey, so Natalie wants to know how everything is at Nerd without me. <laughs> um, so Nerd was hectic before Jeremy left, and it is still hectic now. That is exactly, <laughs> that is exactly how Nerd is. Hectic. I don't know if, I don't think that'll ever change. That's true. That's probably yep. pretty true. <laughs> so we did just get all those brand new cages in the um in yes. the venomous room that's pretty cool I'm, uh, i don't even know if the lights the lights might be on in there i might be able to take everybody if you're watching on the youtube channel i might be able to take everybody in there and take a look because we moved down <clears throat> the three rhino or no sorry we moved the three gaboon vipers mm-hmm. we moved one of the king cobra the juvenile king cobras yeah and we moved the gabino down there but most of the cages are still empty right now as we're fleshing them out, making sure everything's got heat, making sure that everything is, you know, safe yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So uh, we, we haven't moved everything down there, but we're in the process of moving stuff down there. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm trying to oh, convince yeah. Kevin to turn the old venomous room into our incubator because it's just perfect size for an incubator. True. And oh, we're running out of incubator cool. space still. <clears throat> yeah, how many how many ball python clutches are you guys up to right now? Because I know so right before as soon I as, left, it was like two fifteen. As soon as you left, he erased the number, so it wasn't real. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm guessing it's probably somewhere around two fifty right now. That sounds about right. Yeah. Sheesh. And uh, he's uh, does, has he roped you into IDing stuff, or is he doing all that himself right now? I am not good at IDing stuff, so <laughs> I will not be roped into doing that. I will be like, "This is a pastel. This is a pastel enchi. This is a pastel enchi." He's like, "This has got leopard," and I'm like, "It's a pastel enchi. I got a pastel enchi. <laughs> got pastel yellow belly. I got hidden jiwoma." We did hatch out some really cool inferno clown stuff, though. We hatched out a second clutch of inferno clowns. That was pretty cool. Those oh, things yeah. are really interesting looking. I like that. That's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, so I told you my, my joke with Kevin, but I I haven't told, you know, obviously I'm not telling everybody that's on the chat, but, um, so my joke with Kevin, so now I'm in North Carolina. I love waffle house. And I think that's because I've lived up North for my entire life. Waffle, there's a waffle house everywhere. So it's inevitable. At some point you go to one, and it could be the greatest breakfast decision you've ever made or a horrible 2 a.m. I'm drunk and just need some food decision. Whatever it is, at some point you've been to a Waffle House. So uh, so my joke with Kevin now is I'm going to come back and visit in six months, but I'm going to be bloated full of Waffle House. And Dan and I are going to give him a fat man sandwich hug. <laughs> oh no! So I sent oh, a picture. No. I sent Kevin a picture the other day because I was at a Waffle House down in Georgia. And I was like, let the fattening commence. <laughs> no! No! Dude, Waffle House definitely saved our life that time that we went to Orlando. Dude, did it ever. <laughs> <laughs> if you need decent, cheap food. Yeah, if you need cheap food at any time during the 24 hours of the, your, uh, that the world is alive. Yeah. Go to Waffle House. Waffle House, man. Uh, is it going to be good? What does look like? They said that there's going to yeah. be food. It's food. <laughs> and it's cheap. That's what we said. We didn't say anything about being good so or there's, safe. There's another true. There's another spot around here uh, called Cookout. 
Mm. Um, and it's it's cheaper than Taco Bell, but better. <laughs> it's mm. like better-ish. Coming from somebody who's eaten plenty of Taco Bell, <laughs> especially while living up in New Hampshire. <laughs> I've never eaten Taco Bell, so. Yeah, no, this this spot, Lenny brought me there, and I was like, actually, you know what? This isn't This isn't that bad for the price point. Like, it's a little cheaper than Taco Bell. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, you know, just saying, just saying, when you come visit, there's some places to try when you come visit on a budget. So, yes, I'm always (laughs) on the budget. So, (laughs) I don't ball out anymore. So, I looked at my (laughs) bank account after Daytona and I was like, I need to stop. I need to. What am I doing right here? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> like, so you bought a lot of uh, a lot of snakes, <laughs> and you can't buy, buy a lot. And you and you can't buy a lot of food. That's what's happening yeah. in your life right now. <laughs> True. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited though for for next year. See where things go. I definitely. I w- I want to book my stuff for Daytona soon, so that next I don't have to worry about doing it next year. I can just do it. Bro, let me know. <laughs> At least book the Let's hotel. Make it room. happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because that that show is too much fun to not do immediately. Like as soon mm-hmm. as possible again. Yeah. We need to, we need to spend more time there though. I feel like I need to do like a Wednesday to Tuesday type deal. Yes. Where I get just to like spend some time on the beach, maybe not swim with sharks, but spend some time on the beach. <laughs> spend some time in the hot tub. Yes. Maybe do some field herping. Yeah, and and then go pay a visit down to Gatorland. Because yes. we didn't get to do that this yes. past time. We need to do that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I miss Savannah greatly. Yeah. And she's been doing some cool stuff, man. She has been doing some cool stuff. Speaking of speaking of gators, did you see uh Greg Graziani posted they just hatched out their seventh consecutive clutch of albino alligators this year? No, I didn't see that. That's crazy. You guys send me send me that. Oh yeah, I'll tag you in it. I'll tag you in it. I was like, I was like, damn. (laughs) It's so trippy to me that I got to talk to him at Daytona. Dude, (laughs) now I so remember when I was like, I didn't see him. Where was he? I know mm. why now after looking at the photo of him because he looks so mm. different than the last time I was down there. Yeah, I would not have even recognized him whatsoever. Yeah, I really wish I could have been a fly on the wall when him and Savannah were hanging out. Yeah, true. So many interesting conversations going on there. True, <laughs> absolutely. So I was talking with uh, with Steve Tillis about getting, getting him uh, back on come back on and yes. hang with us and uh he, he was like it'd be cool to do like an all snake related episode since last time we talked about basically everything but reptiles true <laughs> like, what, especially what he's, where he's got so stuff. many things going on right now yeah yeah so i think uh he said his schedule is pretty open so maybe that could be could be next week sure I'm, I'm here for it sure i'm here for it let's do it let's get it done i'm hell on yeah. it hell yeah Absolutely. There's a couple other people I want to circle back and and have on again too. Yeah, I gotta find my notebook that had all of the all the names is suggestions. Yeah, yeah, is somewhere here. Haven't unpacked it yet, Jeremy. Listen, Rob. (laughs) There, there's a lot of boxes. That's all I'm saying. I know, dude. I was gonna say you should just go back, like search your that status on your profile, and then just look at it again. Oh yeah, that's that is probably going to be easier than trying to find that notebook. But can I tell you, man, I you know everything mm-hmm. about all of that. So mm-hmm. I'm on un, I'm unboxing the other box of clothes that I have mm-hmm. that I haven't seen in two years. Like this shirt that I totally forgot that I had that I absolutely fucking love. <laughs> and I was like. I forgot this existed. I can't lift my leg high enough, but the pants that I'm also wearing, I forgot these existed. I was like, oh, I had cool clothing when I wasn't. Damn, I got cool clothes? Yeah, I was like, when I wasn't working with snakes all day, I had a little bit of a fashion sense. (laughs) Bro, bro. I went to my storage unit the other day and I was like, damn, look at this shirt. This looks fine as fuck. And I was like, I can't wear any of that stuff. 
Exactly. Bro. Right now. Exactly. Exactly. Listen. So now every chance I've had when I go out, I'm like, I'm I'm gonna look a little fresh. <laughs> the other, <laughs> but but this also comes with a downside. It also comes with it. Oh, I haven't worn this in two years, and I'm a little fatter than I was two years ago. <laughs> so it also comes with the. Oh, I don't fit in that no more. <laughs> Just got try them on. Just got try them on. Just exactly. Exactly. There's like moments of happiness followed by immediate feelings of depression and regret. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, like, I, just, I just, I just can't button this one. The, the, the button. Uh, <laughs> yep, I'm thankful that didn't happen. That would have sent me right into depression. <laughs> Man, my, my button's popping off. I, don't, I just don't know what to do no more. Dan will tell you all about it. Oh, dude. <laughs> so. Here's another fun, fun story because uh, people might not know this in the chat. So Kevin hates spicy food. Oh, yeah. Like big time. Even like a drink that's got a kick to it. Like he's even really not a fan of. So for some reason, Dan had ginger beer today. And, oh, yeah. And decided that he was going to uh, give Kevin a sip of some ginger beer. And he said, if you could have seen the look on Kevin's face as he Hilarious. sipped that. Because it's got a kick to it. Oh, yeah. Ginger beer is spicy as fuck. Yeah. And he was like, Kevin, I think, may have melted. <laughs> it's like, oof. Damn, these cages look great, man. Dude. Dude. Bro. Yeah. The wall looks great. Absolutely. I was hoping that it was not this tall, but aside from that, it's really great. Hell yeah, Whoa. dude. King action. Hey. Super foggy in there. It's alright. Just open it up and and uh, and wipe it down. Yeah, I got a story <laughs> for you for later. Oh boy, on, Rob, <laughs> you're you're on the permit. You can do it. <laughs> I I am I am on the permit. I totally could do it, but uh, I'm on a podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, hell yeah, dude. That looks freaking yeah, awesome. These cages look pretty sweet. And then the pretty cool thing about these cages too is that uh, – so they've got a divider area here, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, if you've got a divider, it creates like a um, a little section, like a little dip area yeah. in there. So the substrate can go in there. So what Riptile Basics did I wanna, is if you take a look – I don't know if it will translate well. But they put a, they have a divider that's got a clear opening to it. That fits oh, in while there's while there's no divider in, so that the substrate doesn't go in the track, and then you can pull this right out. Oh, dude, that's badass! And it pops right out, so that you don't get substrate in there when there's no divider in there. And then when you want to put a divider in, you can just put the divider in. Dude, that's awesome! Very, very <laughs> smart. What? Very, very smart. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like and that. So far, so good. So far, so good. We really like the enclosures. That's awesome. Yeah, they look nice. <clears throat> yeah, I had Kev, Kev sent me a couple of pictures once they all got moved in, and I was like, the most important question here, Kev, are you happy with them? And he was like, actually, yes, I'm very happy. So I'm I'm glad. They do look really great. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not animal plastics, but that's okay. They're really nice still. Yeah. I mean, there was just, there wasn't going to be any way that we dealt with that lead time, man. Yeah. Yep. I was, I literally posted a meme about animal plastics having a four month wait period on my Instagram story the other day. And I had like a half dozen people message me. They're like, actually, it's been like nine months for me. It's been like eight months. It's been 10 months for me. Yeah. I've been waiting for my cages. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, no. Hey, Freedom Breeder dude, is no. pretty much right along there with them. I don't want to talk about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, all right, dude. Well, we're reaching our, our, our one minute till end mark. So uh, I'll ask you the question. What, okay. in, what in the realm of reptiles has you excited about reptiles, Rob? Um... Let's see. I saw a few different things this week that was pretty cool. Um, I saw that there's somebody in the U.S. who just bred crocodile tegus, which is like... Yes. Yes, what? I, saw that. I saw that too. That's Insane. pretty badass. 
Um, Adam G just hatched out some palmetto corn snakes. I was like, dude, yes. And then I, I was like, I'm too. gonna buy one from you next year. I'm pretty yep. pumped about that. Hell yeah. Um, Gary Shavino just hatched out some Savu pythons, which is pretty cool. Yes. There was another guy who just hatched out Halmahera scrubs recently as well. A, a, another person. So that's three people now and have bred them in captivity. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, trying to think uh i don't know man uh my borneos are cool i like them they're cool the <laughs> uh, seeing winding down this field herping season i actually got to go out a, a not a lot but i got to go out more this year than i have in the last six years so i definitely saw a lot more snakes wild snakes this year so i'm pumped about that hell yeah and then my my Okatee corn snakes are growing great. My little scrubs are doing great. My Borneos from last season are doing great. I, uh, my little IJs are doing great. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm grateful. Everything's doing pretty good right now. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So, Jeremy. Uh-huh. What in the realm of reptiles, <laughs> be it in your own collection or in somebody else's, something you've seen on the internet, What's got you excited for reptiles right now? Oh, boy. Uh, well, basically everything you just said, I've been pretty excited about. I've seen seen uh, basically all that same same stuff, which is pretty cool to see. I was really pumped to see Gary with those Sabus. That's that's pretty Sabu, Sabu pythons. I already like Lyasis, so that was just pretty cool to see. Um, you know, it has me excited, man, being in a new place. It has me. It has me excited. It also has me horrified because I remember what it was like moving and getting my stuff up there, and I remember how bad that season was. But I also remember mm-hmm. it was because I had to move things halfway through the breeding season. So mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm excited for this coming season, and uh, being able to just take everything I've got here to the next level. So mm-hmm. yeah, buddy. Oh, I, I forgot one more thing or yes. another couple things. Yes. Um, there's a bunch of people who keep scrubs that on Instagram the last couple of days, they've just been like posting all their badass scrubs. Oh yes. Yes. I'm here <laughs> for it. I'm so about it, dude. It's been so cool. Um, there's been, yeah, there's like four or five of us that have just been like posting scrubs and talk about who's got the best scrubs and look bar next are the best scrubs hands down. People can't, you can't argue with me because I'm on a podcast. <laughs> damn it. Okay. So bar next are the best. Southerns are Okay. Marooks are okay, you know. The Waminas are okay. Jeff and Kendra are going to be going to be upset. Waminas uh, are okay. Halmahares are okay. Class Lepis are okay. Oh, and that that guy uh, Marcel, he produced a clutch of um, Class Lepis of the Malukans. He's got a bunch of eggs of Malukans are incubating right now, and um, he had asked me, which was like, I don't know how to bring Malukans because I'm not. I've never bred Malukans, but he was asking yeah. me some advice back when he got the pair. He was asking me how I would go about trying to do it. I was like, I don't know. This is what I would do. I don't know if that helped any, but he's got eggs yeah. now. So. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's cool. That's, so somebody just threw this in the comments, and that's true. Uh, Barchek just recently got a scrub python for the Reptarian. He got two. He, he got, got two. two. Okay. Scrubs. Yeah, he, I watched his video earlier because I saw it posted in the scrub python group. He got two Jayapura scrub pythons, and they're both girls. I have a Jayapura scrub python. I'm pretty sure it's also a girl. If it is not a girl, I will be sending it to Brian and being like, hey, <laughs> when you produce babies, you better hook me up. Yeah, legit. Legit. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, I wonder if Rob's going to see this. Oh, I saw. If it has to do with scrub pythons, I saw. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, and then I was on Snakes and Stogies um, with yes. Justin. That's right. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, buddy. Phil. That was cool. That was a lot of fun. But yeah. I didn't realize that they were recording when I got on there. And so, like, one of the first things that I said when I got on that podcast was like, fuck Massachusetts and their stupid laws. Because, <laughs> 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 dude, Phil was like, so I wanted to, like, ask you about, like, venomous stuff and, like, what the laws are like in, like, Massachusetts and, and New Hampshire and stuff. And I was like, fuck Massachusetts. Their laws suck. You can't own venomous snakes. It sucks. But I went back and I listened to the beginning of it today and I was like, wow, that is the first thing that I said on their podcast. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, at least it's accurate. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, for real though, for real though. I, I stand on it. Nah, for real. Fuck mass mass fishing game. They suck. They all suck, man. Oh shit. Is what it is. It is what it is. Where's true. the lie? Where's true. the lie? So true. <laughs> all right, man. So hey, if people want to find out more about the stuff that you're doing or see the projects that you're doing and keep up to date with the the room updates and your live streams on Mondays on your Instagram, sorry. Yeah. Where should they go? So where should you, they go to find out more about you? You can go literally everywhere. No, um, Instagram has been getting way more of my attention recently. So you can follow me on Instagram at Brassman Reptiles. Um, obviously right here on YouTube, uh, at Brassman Reptiles, um, Twitter, which I've been trying to get better about using. I still fail horribly at it, uh, at Brassman Rep and I think that's it. Hell yeah. What about, Hell what about yeah. you, Rob? Where can people find more about you? Um, Instagram at Rob is creeping at real. Uh, check me out on TikTok. I actually enjoy TikTok. I've come up with some pretty fun ideas for TikTok. You're, so you're I, talking hard, bro. At least I'm not tweaking, I guess. <laughs> Dude, do you remember when Brian came up and was like, Kevin, you're not on the talk, man? Where are you Dude, talk, don't, bro? No, 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 no. No, we're not going down that path. <laughs> But yes, I'm on TikTok. I've got TikTok. I don't post on there every day. Like people are like, you need to post on there every day. Every time that I post, I get a bunch of new followers. I just I'm like, uh, it just takes time for me to record. I don't understand how the app works. I'm an old person, so I don't get it. But Instagram, TikTok, Rob is creeping real. I I am gonna be making a YouTube video on my baby Borneos at some point. Thursday, yeah. I'm going to visit Adam G, so I probably won't be able to record it on Thursday. I'm hoping on Friday I am able to to record things and, and do that on Friday. So we'll see. If I do record it on Friday, it'll probably be up by Monday. I just have, need to find time to edit it. Hell yeah. But, I'm, I'm definitely jealous you're going to visit Adam. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I'm not going to go to his place. I'm meeting up with him halfway. He's buying a male Bolivian boa from Nerd, so I'm meeting oh, him halfway. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, bruh. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I wish, oh, I wish. Yeah. I just, uh, I was like, I, I, I get out of work at six a.m. and then I'm meeting him in the afternoon, so I'm gonna be able to sleep for a couple hours and then just drive two and a half hours to Hartford to meet him and then drive uh, two and a half hours back. Oh boy. Because he's about four hours away from Nerd. I was yeah. like, I don't think I can do four hours. Yeah, that's a haul, <laughs> especially to do that and then go right back, like. Yeah, no, that's after that's I get out of work, my night job yeah. at six a.m. Mm. Yeah, mm. no, no, two and a half is still a long drive, but it's a little more, a little more feasible, tangible. Yeah, yeah. We're oh, man. Make sure that you guys are following Reptile Talk on Instagram at Reptile Talk. That's right. And uh, make sure you check us out. We'll see you guys all next time, then. Hey, see ya. 